So, we're all back, guys. It's been a wild time since the last session. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How have you been? I've been dandy. I've been real excited to get back into this. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. Excited to play again. I spent yesterday ruining my sleep schedule by binging Steins Gate Zero. So, I'm, I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. It's worth <laughs> it, though. That's a good show. It's, it's Steins Gate and Steins Gate Zero, like, are just combined second favorite anime of all time i adore that show and steins gate zero just killed it i have very mixed feelings on steins gate but this is not the anime podcast <laughs> we can do that another time but this is not the anime podcast right now third episode's a special episode also though i got some new dice since last session got some nice fresh metal dice they're, they're nice. pewter and they have gears all over them and it's very much my aesthetic and i adore them fancy and they got a nice sound of there. Well, listen to this sound. Solid. Got a 19 with that. Nice. Good I'm not dice. looking forward to that then. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I have a... You have a GM set, right? That that doesn't feel good? I have a good. GM set I use, yeah. I have my GM set. I have three sets. I have my... I'm going to go nice today set, which is my Spect black and red set. I have my... I'm going to have a good time today, which is my dark greens and black set and then i have my it's time for punishment which is when i break out big red and my other solid red set i have seven sets of dice <laughs> and i made a tagging meme for them my probably best my highest rule like my my gm dice are my desna dice but obviously i can't use those because you're lawful hell night today right <laughs> But I got them when I used to GM Starfinder, and they're, like, cloudy black with, like, little silver glitters in them, so it looks like stars. Oh, that's cool. And they love critting PCs. I got these for my War Priest of Bry in Iron Gods. Those are solid dice. Nice, I got a digital text set I use for Dead Sons. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to buy a set of the, uh, you-know-what podcast dice. We're not going to mention them directly on here. <laughs> <laughs> They're the competition now. I will say, the Norse Foundry dice do seem really nice. Yeah. I had to get a few sets. My first character was a kineticist, so I really had to stack up on D6s. Oh, God. <laughs> I just ended up buying a box of, like, 24-pack of D6s. It was great. You know what D6s I found that are really funny and just fun, silly gimmick dice? I was at my local game store, and it was a set of Steve Jackson bullet dice. Their D6 is shaped like ammunition. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That's fun. I got them for my gunslinger in the same Iron Gods game I mentioned before, and then I got home, opened them up, put my hands in my head, and went, guns are D8. <laughs> Time to just use small guns. It's iron guns. I got a space laser that does oh, d6s. Cool, cool. Oh yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the tech weapons do d6s. But so. those don't use bullets. Yeah, they don't use bullets. Is the other problem. Go play some Steve Jackson game because they all play use d6s for everything. I got so many Munchkin sets. I got Munchkin Pathfinder and Munchkin Starfinder. <sighs> uh, I'm just like oh, I want Munchkin Starfinder. <laughs> Well, if you ever come visit when this mess is over, <laughs> we'll get some uh, get some get some brews and get some dice and play some games. Hell yeah! And and you know Garrett will be there too. But let's go to the world of Galarian, where it is safe to leave your house. 
sometimes. <laughs> Where nothing is that ever is, wrong. That is ever. arguably untrue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly less you know safe what? to leave your house there. There's goblins. But we have big swords, so it's okay. There's not there's not a world spanning epidemic, at least. Like psychotic goblins who you all murdered unceremoniously after they nearly killed your cleric. We we did kill six of them, so it seems like a good start. Related, y'all got some loot from that. Oh, right in if you are a goblin and find Sam's racism annoying. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh please actually don't because we don't care. One of the potential players for this was a goblin. <laughs> like in real life? Yeah, yes. in real life. Shit, why am I here then? You should have brought them on. Because Walton had to go to the military. But Walton's not a goblin. Thank you for all of our brave people in the Navy. It is a trying time to be on a boat. Yes. <laughs> but we, we did the looting off air. We have it already in our loot sheet. But just so you guys who weren't part of that and the audience know, each of the regular goblins were carrying dog slicers and leather armor. The goblin commandos had horse choppers, short bows, and studded leather. But they also had something far more valuable. Confidence. Each of the commandos... What? <laughs> the power of friendship. Confidence. <laughs> Potions of cure moderate wounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Oof. That is a lot of healing. So you guys got two potions of cure mod. Hell yes. Some, uh, some cure mod, you say? Yeah, two cure mods. They only work on moderators. Don't get too excited. What? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's they, only... they will only work on, on people who are moderate in their disposition. So all, all of oh, you okay, non-neutral okay. fuckers don't get to use them. All right, oh, I thought you meant in real life. That's, uh... neutral, let's go. Uh, neutral good, good enough? I mean, I'm lawful neutral, so if the neutral <laughs> good can use it, so can I. <laughs> I also noticed that because of Levin's dark vision, you guys actually get to see a little bit more of what's ahead. Ooh. So why don't I go reveal what's in that other tower to the east? Oh. This... Oh, boy. It's dramatic reveal. More goblins? An empty room! Holy shit! Oh boy! Excellent. Perfect. It's what I've always wanted. I'm gonna slowly, like, feeling my way along the wall towards the party. Yes, that's right. You also discovered that once Declan, your arcanist, entered the area, his light aura from his cantrip shrunk to five feet around him. Hey, hey guys. I can't see very well. I think there's something wrong with magic. I didn't quite notice. My eyes seem to have adjusted to the dark. Typical. Will you be okay? <laughs> um, I, th I can see five feet, so I'm gonna stay in the middle of everybody. Could I try and roll something to like figure out what's going on? Yeah, you can roll spellcraft, arcana, or history. Oh boy. Uh, Sorry, I missed it. What are we rolling though? Declan is rolling spellcraft, arcana, oh, or darkness. history to determine why his light aura shrunk as soon as he entered the tower. It's all the same. I don't think I have any of those things, but it's not my job to have skills. Okay, that's a 16 spellcraft. You're not entirely sure, but you are definitely sure it's magical in nature. If I have both those skills, can I try both? You certainly can. Oh, okay. okay. Anyone who has those skills can make an attempt. Oh boy. Is it Sorry. once per skill or my my spellcraft knowledge? One skill per person. 20 on spellcraft. Rolling that with the 16 for the 22, you guys kind of confer if anyone else wants to try and aid or assist on that. Looking around 
at the area and based on what you notice something about it seems to be darkening the area artificially oh it's just mood lighting it's mood lighting <laughs> it's a uh, legally enforced mood lighting <laughs> and some legally enforced mood lighting if i detected magic could i identify where it's coming from uh with detect magic i'm just going to give you this because it's the whole floor is radiating this enchantment this sort of oh gosh what school is that i guess that'd be enchantment i think darkness is conjuration i'm pretty sure no darkness is evocation yeah hmm. i didn't realize that the entire so darkness sub schools evocation apparently so it's radiating some evocation, some enchantment. There's no real rhyme or reason. It's just all of it's got a low level of magic surrounding it. You also detect some conjuration that seems to permeate all of the emerald layers. Anything where there's actual part of the emerald is radiating conjuration. Interesting. At a That's very low level. not concerning at all. <laughs> I mean, the entire tower is ancient. I would have expected, like, abjuration to keep it standing. That's what I was thinking. Conjuration's different. You do recall that you came in through a shattered side passage of the oh, tower. Oh, fair. But uh, as we see this staircase, Maldrick is just going to be like, See, I told you, there was another entrance. There was an entrance. He's <laughs> not there anymore. I have 120 feet of rope. <laughs> How are you going to get it up to the... Uh, fix Grab it to the top? We I mean, that's a long throw. Bridge, but I can't do that. We might as well go in the side. How do you proceed? I'm most curious to see what is behind this door here. That door is open, and you actually see in there. Then I am not curious. You see animal pens. They were keeping animals in here. Presumably for those goblin dogs. It reeks. It smells awful in there. There's piles of feces and buckets of urine, and what looks like a dismembered goblin arm. Hot? Don't seem to be using this now, for good reason. Yeah, no, they're they're just eating each other. So where the arm is severed is like, is the wound cauterized? No, it looks like it was gnawed off. Okay, Gross. so we're not dealing with a Sith. Good to know. <laughs> no heat blades no, this, here. This is Emerald Spire, not Iron Gods. Hey, we're really close to Numeria. If I might ask. That's true. You know that's What's fair. What's a Sith? Don't worry about it. That was not in character. They're some <laughs> sort of fae, if I. Look, anything you say, can and will be assumed to be in character. <laughs> I have a voice for Levin. Should, uh... The Sith are members of Dominion that sail the dark tapestry. Yeah, I could see uh, them as Dominion of the Black. Uh... Uh, the <laughs> Sith would walk up to the Dominion in Black and say, bow to me or die. <laughs> I mean, so so do members of the Dominion of the Black. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just if the Sith Anyways. met the Dominion of the Black, we'd we'd have not a good time. Well, it'd no, be bad for everyone be. except maybe the Sith. Eh, they'd probably enjoy it. Where do we go next then, Levin? Will you continue scouting? Yes, that was the plan. So let me go ahead and re-stealth and move ahead. What directions do we want to go? Before I walked in, I thought I saw a barricade to the south here. Is this a barricade or is it just completely blocked? It is a barricade. You actually saw, uh, those of you with dark vision, saw some of the goblins that came after you squeeze through there mm. and get to you guys. So there is enough space to pass through there for maybe a goblin or a small creature, but not enough for medium or large or anything. Considering our presence has been announced, I don't think we should take the time to dismantle the barricade. I understand that beyond the barricade is a world you long to see, but 
We have plans. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Maldrick, roll me an intelligence check. See if you understand the Les Mis reference. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How cultured are you? How many plays have you seen? Uh, sure. Clearly not money if you're calling Les Mis a play instead of a musical. Hey, musicals are a sign of plays. It's not enough singing to be an opera. It's close. The Broadway version's an opera. It has to be all singing to be an yeah, opera. 13. You think that the mood lighting would be really good for, like, an outdoor ambience for a bar. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. I will hang on to that thought. Anyone with a dark vision would see everything in black and white. So there'd be it'd be, that. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool. really, really Very nice noir. lighting Very for noir. a bar, as long as we cleaned up those piles, piles of uh, goblin dog shit. <laughs> the goblin dog shit. Oh, don't, don't, the buckets the, of piss. Don't forget all the broken, the broken glass. glass. Yeah, yeah all the broken glass, broken glass everywhere. Remind, there any of those green piles of broken glass is difficult terrain. Indeed, there's really only one way forward. However, before we continue, uh, we missed a very important uh, question in our intro here. What's that? What's everyone drinking? I am drinking a local brew, an Austin East Ciders Watermelon Cider. Ooh, that sounds nice. Had that. Sounds good. good. It's one of their summer flavors, and I'm very excited. I went straight for the hard stuff today. I have a uh, Kavanaugh whiskey, another fine Irish nice. blend. And the whole nice. living room smells like it. <laughs> it's quite fragrant. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good smell. <laughs> I am drinking a tequila screwdriver. Ooh. Nice. Nice. That's just like tequila That's sunrise. It's a tequila though. sunrise, but without the grenadine. Yeah. Exactly. I don't have grenadine. It's a te- uh, tequila. The only beer daylight? I had in the house was a Corona, so. I'm drinking a world famous concoction. I'm pretty sure all of you have had it. It's called Air. Mm, very nice. Very nice. I'm sitting in I my guess... room with neither drink nor food. <laughs> Unfortunate. You know, I tried. I tried inhaling my drink and it didn't go. Yeah, it does not work very well. <laughs> wrong pipe. Wrong pipe. Much more effective down the other side. I don't know, man. I lived in Florida. We drank the air there. <laughs> That's entirely fair, having been to Florida. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm drinking a very strong conco- concoction. It's called water. Ooh, that could be toxic if you have too much, though. Mm-hmm. Anything can be toxic if you have too much of it. Live a little. Try some water. Water. It's necessary. This podcast is sponsored by the concept of water. So, you could take some time through the barricade to the south or you could check out the back half of that spire you can't get tower of the spire you can't see into we should make sure we don't get surprised from behind let's check that tower quick before we i i also hate getting surprised from behind edges up to the door sticks head in first garrett also agrees with garrett good to know let us check that tower we don't want any other surprises i'll go ahead and do a stealth check real quick just to re-up that that is a 20 to stealth. That's a good stealth. Uh, 22, score. technically, because I'm in darkness. Or dim Be very light. sneaky. Uh, you still can't really see that side of the tower from where you're standing. Well, I can move forward more, like there. But you necessary. do see that little alcove right there, so let me just get that for you. Ooh. As you can see, it is empty. No goblins. Wow. Not this place just seems know. built for jump scares. I know. Yeah, honestly. And as you get there... You see the following things. More goblins. You see an empty room. Oh, cool. And I need a reflex save. Less cool. Oh, all right. <laughs> you said that's <Less> excellent. <laughs> For the record, if I came within 10 feet of a trap, I do get an auto chance to detect it. I was not aware because I haven't seen your character sheets. <gasps> 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 Audibly gasp. 
So yes, you would get that perception check. So then that would be a uh, 26, uh, 28 because darkness. And 30, because spot traps. There we go. So you see that there is a pressure plate where you were about to walk. And as you look up, you see in the area I am about to make visible are hanging by some sacks at the ceiling a bunch of rocks. And by sacks, I mean netting. Okay. Okay, so like directly above them, there's just netting holding rocks. Yeah, and a bunch of pressure plates. You see a pressure plate there. Uh, you see across the entrance is a tripwire, and those are the only methods you can see of triggering this trap. Okay. Let's not go that way. This seems slightly complex for goblins. We should maybe see what is that way. What are they protecting with the trap? There's a trap. There's an empty room. Do you see any doors in there or anything? I don't see anything. The floor is covered with pressure plates. Roll for me disable device so you don't trip the traps. I was going to do old school and just shoot the net with an arrow and have the rocks fall and trigger the tripwire anyway. I did bring my 10-foot pole. Right, but how like how what's how many rocks are up there? Is it going to like barricade everything? Good question. Is it enough to block the passage or is it just enough to make it extremely inconvenient for somebody who happens to be underneath them? <laughs> exactly. Is it enough to kill you or is it enough to bury everything? You see that it wouldn't do a ton of damage, but it would absolutely create a barricade. Possibly burying whoever was caught in the trap in the process. Yeah, that sounds unfun. Maybe you should go for the chance to keep it from falling. Strange trap. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and disable it. Why not? Quick question. Yeah? Are we currently in danger? You are not currently in danger. However, where you're standing, you can also see a set of doors to the south that are closed. Hmm. Would it... Would taking 10 for a 23 disable the pressure plate yes that would disable it for those of you who don't know and are new to pathfinder there is an action you can take called taking 10 if you are not in danger or otherwise preoccupied such as uh trying to solve a time-based puzzle or whatever the case may be or juggling yes or juggling or doing any stressful activity you can take 10 on any skill check which essentially means you take the average of the die roll which is 10 and then you add your relevant modifiers to it which in your case is plus 13 plus 10 plus one from trap finding plus two from stone scouting nice you disable the tra- pressure plate and the tripwire with ease. You can now enter the room freely. I really like this ranger archetype a lot. Stone scouting alone is just better trap spotter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, which of your three archetypes is responsible for this ability? Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. I don't remember. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> have to ask Alterna. It's one of them, yes. Rolling over your perception as well. You find a secret door. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Oh, yeah. I also get that check within 10 feet of secret doors when I'm in dungeons. So, better drops of water. Good to know for the future. I'm sure there's no other secret doors in this tower. Nah, the dungeon's completely, like, free of secret doors. This is the only one. There's never, ever secret doors in dungeons, ever. It is a known fact. There's a quota of one secret door per spire, and we found it. Good work, everyone. Well done. Now, is that quota there has to be at least one, or is that quota there can only be one? I I think it's it's a quota. There, there can only be one. There can, there can only be one. It's part of code. OSHA's not a fan. I'm gonna go ahead and take a ten for a. I'm gonna go ahead and take a ten for a twenty-two to search the door for traps. The door does not seem trapped and is in fact unlocked. Oh, I don't trust this door. <laughs> Sense mode of the door. At this point, I'm gonna return to the party. There's a secret door in the trapped room. It should be safe to walk in. I haven't noticed anything else. A secret door, you say? What could we find? Anywhere else to move forwards, or is that it? There is, down towards the south. But you guys wanted to clear the pathways behind us. 
so I'm just reporting. I'll stick in front of the Arcanist. That's what you can see into the hallway from this angle. I haven't opened the secret door yet. I was going to wait for the party because I don't trust unlocked secret doors. That's fair. I I don't trust it either, but I'll go first since I'm... Yeah, let's explore the secret, secret door. I'm excited to see what this is. Oh, yeah. Me too. There's no harm in assuming your enemies are more competent than they are. I mean, fair. They are goblins. All right, you open the door, and that is what you see. Hallway. A hallway. Much The most shocking. dangerous thing in all of Pathfinder. A one-by-one one hallway. Whatever uh, will we you, do? You joke, but that's accurate. I'm like, well, does somebody with a non-reach weapon want to go in front of me then, actually? Nope. But... I can go. Have me as a scout, so. You just said you didn't trust the hallway. I didn't trust the door. It's my job to scout ahead. Levin, please. Be careful. I always try to be. Now that you're in a new room, why don't you give me another perception? Sure. I don't exactly like the look of uh, all of us going through this less than five feet wide hallway. Do we perhaps just want to split up here and some of us go through the door? There are six of us. I mean, we don't have any assurance that they're going to lead to the same place. I'd rather not end up in two different rooms. For the record, that is a 20 perception, 22 versus anything outside of stone like secret doors, and 23 for straps. They're both headed the same way, and we're on the edge of the castle now. I can't imagine they'd be going to different places. Are we on the edge of the castle? My reasoning in and out is thrown off a bit by how dark it is. Let's let's just stick together for now. We could just let Levin go down and scout ahead, as per usual. Come back up with a plan. You get into the tunnel. Please move your tokens appropriately. Declan, if you could move back a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because things were happening. Yeah, stealthing ahead. Yep. Yes. Yeah. In fact, I'm not going in the tunnel. As you got there, Levin, a goblin falls from the ceiling and swings at you. It's like in Skyrim where there's just Falmer that drop out of nowhere. Exactly like that. And it's going to swing at you at your flat-footed AC with a horse chopper. Rude. Oh, boy. The goblin sword. Pole arm. He's got the pole arm. It's a pole arm? Mm-hmm. Huh. And it's gonna get... It's for chopping horses. I don't know that I've ever known that. It's a knife on a stick. Goblin glaive. It's gonna get an 18 to hit. Uh, did you apply your plus one bonus from high ground? I did not. 19 to hit. <laughs> All right. An 18 hits anyway. I just wanted to ask. Actually, I'm sorry. It's a 21 to hit you. Oh, shit. Okay. Did another that, commando. I mean, 18 still hits. So, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. You're going to take 12 points of damage. All right. I'm disabled. Oof. As I would allow, like, everyone to roll for initiative. Yike. A single yike. You have been awarded one yike from the Council of Yikes. Congratulations, everyone. As you all hear a screeching, meat for me, and the sound of a horse chopper chunking through flesh and bone. All right, I got Maldrick, I got Pelta, I got Retha, I got Declan, I got Gareth, I am missing Levin. Uh, I just rolled 10, so you're not missing 11 anymore. Oh, folks, we have our first roll-off, oh. because Declan and the Goblin got the same initiative score and modifier. Roll high, Declan. I'll do my best. Uh, you win. That's an 18 on the die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Versus my 11 on the die. I will be putting you back where you belong at the bottom. <laughs> Oof. And we start with Gareth. You heard flesh-rending horse chopping. Wet chunk. Levin gives very little to no reaction. Yeah, I was going to say, pain. a muffled from Levin. You hear, like, just a grunt from Levin at best. Even then, it's muted. Gareth reaches out 
and touches his ally, softly saying the words, Blessings of Desna upon you, as he gives his friend a bit of luck. Gareth making the wise choice to make me not want to throw him off a cliff this session. Give it time. We have a cliff just a few feet back. Yeah. Cut. Pelta, you are up. Hearing the uh, telltale signs of combat, she's going to begin her uh, chanting again, starting another raging song. Notably, the screaming of the goblin saying, more meat for me. And take a small step forward as she does that, so her voice echoes through the hallway. Maldrick. Maldrick isn't stepping foot in that tunnel, because that looks super uncomfortable. <laughs> Valid. There's already three other people in this, like, 2.5-inch tunnel. Levin can confirm that it is, if you asked. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that, Maldrick, because I forgot to note that you are squeezing in this tunnel. Oof. I figured. That's why I wasn't in there. Because they buried the lead on that in the text of the book. I was like, that, that is seems how about right. APs be, <laughs> or just Paizo in general be. Anyways. Maldrick is just going to double move away from the tunnel into the double doors we haven't opened yet. All right. You do not have an action to open them. Correct. That's my full turn. Retha, you can get up in there and stave. Yep. I'm going to squeeze up <clears throat> and stab a goblin. Now, this is a goblin commando, so it's a little bit beefier. Like, as if that's going to stop me. <laughs> do you accept the raging song? Yes, I do. That is very important. A plus one to hit and damage, but you got a minus four from squeezing. Yeah. <laughs> it is and i am power attacking because why the fuck not this might be one of those situations where uh, power attack isn't the move well with britney spears the long spear a what is that a 17 then yeah it would be a 17 a 17 hits for eight damage yeah that was minimum damage it's a nine damage with, with raging song yeah that's not a power attack i don't think that's just two-handed with raging you are disabled correct i'm not raging song Nova, we went over this last time. Come on. Yeah. Uh, he's going to drop the horse chopper. Oh, no. And pull out his dog slicer. Provokes an attack? No. no. I no. thought drawing a weapon did. Only sheathing a weapon provokes an attack if you lack certain feats. Or yep, yep, yep. He's going to go for the stabbing. There is a good chance I die. So, yeah. You say that, but I got a 10 to hit. Flat-footed minus four, that hits. I'm squeezing. Oh, good news is I also rolled minimum damage, so you only take six. I don't think you're flat-footed. Oh, yeah, because of squeezing. No, he's still flat-footed. I'm still flat-footed. I haven't gotten act. All right, I'm unconscious and can no longer accept Raging Song, but that only drops me to... Nope, nope, you're actually you're actually wrong. Uh, Raging Song, you auto-accept it if you're unconscious. <laughs> this was critical to a character surviving in my Rise of the Rewards game. That's why <laughs> Beautiful. That's very funny. I didn't very know that angrily about angrily unconscious. I will keep singing that. He's so mad about being unconscious that he actually just survives. That seems like a strange ruling, but I don't disagree that it makes it less bad of an ability. Yeah. It is now Declan's turn. On the plus side, I'm no longer providing soft cover. What can I yeah. do? So I can't see them. Yeah. Yeah, that five feet is all you can see. Yep. If you step on top of uh, his corpse, you'll be able to... Uh, it's <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a brilliant plan. Let's just get the cast, the full caster in there at level one. Yeah, yeah, that's melee. definitely the time that the full caster goes up into melee. So you just see this lanky little man just squeeze on in there. I'm going to cast light on a copper coin, and that's it. I'm going to get ready to throw it deeper into the tunnel, basically. So for right now, the aura is still on you. Nothing changed on me. Okay. And it is now Levin's turn. Levin, give me a, a constitution roll. 
to stabilize. Okay. And the DC for that will be 10 plus how many hit points you're negative. So a DC 15. Oof. And what's your con mod? Plus two or 14. Is that with the raging song then? Yeah, so 14. Oh, hey, look. I, I pull it off. You get it exact. Yep, 15 total. All right, you are stable. Cool. We are now back up to Gareth. Looks like just about everyone could use some healing. To it, Gareth takes out his star knife, says a quick prayer to Desna, and a healing light emanates from his body, encircling his companions. You're back up at one. Great. Definitely a safe place to be. It also brings me back up to full, conveniently. Now I'm a viable target again, hey. and I'm prone. Now you're both squeezing and prone. <laughs> you have, like, almost negative AC. <laughs> What's your current AC at? It's got to be, like, six. It is six, yes. I think, yeah, it would be oh, 10, and it gets a bonus on its attack rolls or something like that, technically. It gets a plus four to hit yeah. you. It, does, it just, it doesn't matter. It's four. <laughs> I think it hits on a one at this point. Either side, it's, it's a four. Pelta, you are up. If Levin's still prone, can I stand on his space then? Not if I'm conscious. No. Not well, if he's conscious. If, I, if I'm unconscious and or dead, I count as an object. So, so yes, but not That's now. a shame. We'll see how this develops in the next round. Uh, it develops with me dying. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Or, alternatively, Retha just kills him. Or it knocking you back to unconscious again. Yeah, I just, I just stab Levin, yep. Maybe, yeah. Looks like there's a small space between Retha and Levin. Can I squeeze in there? You're technically squeezing already. So. Right. Squeezing already. I'm going to say sure, because I don't see any mechanical reason that would inhibit that. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Vanish on Levin. All right. Levin is now invisible for a round. That's Isn't that personal only? No, it's as invisibility, but it's rounds per level. Round per level max at five. But now Levin is not there. Or doesn't appear to be there. Goblin's like, meat? No meat. Where's the meat? Meat. Goblin's More meat. Like, Nani. Get away. And of course, the raging songtics. Maldrick. I'm glad I'm not in that traffic jam <laughs> over there. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do the thing that's intelligent, which is open the door. You know, I'd argue that what you just said is not accurate, but okay. Seems like a question move. You open the doors, and let's let's see what's behind door number. One. I'm a big fan of the Dwarven door game. I think, I, I think is this, door is, number two. this is our third door, if we count the secret door and the door over here. Yeah, but we didn't sure open that just... other door. Yeah, we yeah, did. It was door. just open. Someone opened it. Yeah. yeah. What can I say? I'm a door-to-door -door salesman. You see an open room. Allow me to describe the room. This room is divided into two sections by a 20-foot-long rubble-free passageway. That would be this over here. Jim Maldrick's right. A small table with four rickety chairs sits in the middle of the room, and a pair of dice lies on the table with cups and plates. Well, that's meta. And sitting at that table are some goblins. It's like, is another goddamn goblin. Oh, no. And there are some goblins who were playing dice games. Housekeeping! And they <laughs> were playing dice, and they look at you, and you look at them. Offer to play the game with them. You need a third? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still have another action. Ready an attack for when one moves next to me? You are ready to punch one in the face, I'm guessing, given your golem arm. Yeah. It is now Retha's turn. Let's take another stab with Britney Spears at this goblin commando. All right. I'm going to have my power attack buff actually checked off this time, so hopefully it should macro right. That is a hearty miss. Yeah. It's horrifying, Oof. but it's a miss. Yeah. 
It is now the commando's turn. He's going to walk forward. And can't. And run into Levin. Yep. And realize something is there. 50% missed chance. And is going to take a swing. Some magical physical rule of the universe stops him immediately. Right. <laughs> uh, if it hits, it will be an 18 to hit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm still technically flat-footed because I haven't gotten to take an action. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus. Turn three, still flat-footed. 51 or higher. No, if it's, it's you don't have to take an action. You just have to hit your turn. I'm almost certain it's taken action. You're just pro. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, so, that still hits with spades because yeah. I'm squeezing like still, and prone. Still prone yeah. and squeezing, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do some... Uh, the real check. D percentile action. Too bad these goblins don't have to squeeze through here. All right, David. High or low? I always go with 51 or better as a hit, so if you roll 51 or better, you get a hit. I say I always go with that, but I actually randomly pick numbers most of the time, so... So 51 or higher is a hit? Yep. I got one. Cool. <laughs> Hurrah! So you are safe for another round. And invisible. This is fun. And invisible until the end of Pelta's turn. Or you attack. Or you attack. It is now Declan's turn. Okay, I... I can't do a whole lot here, so I'm going to go back over by Maldrick a little bit. So it's 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Hey, uh, Maldrick, where are you? Because Declan can't see. Hello? And if, if I ever get an answer, I'm going to throw the coin of light towards him. I'm over here to yourself. Um, unfortunately, I've met some friends. I'm going to try and... Play. <laughs> oh, bother. I'm going to aim for here-ish. Here-ish. AC5 with Please. your improvised coin <laughs> weapon. The benefit is it really doesn't matter how bad I miss. Because it'll be somewhere no, over there. No, the coin there. still lands. Right. I mean, I don't, but it's somewhere over there. All right. So a ranged weapon throwing, I believe, is what, 10 feet? So that's a... It's a You it's actually a three. would land it right around next to Maldrick. It's a... Yep. Now, cool. because I didn't have a coin icon here is a b <laughs> b <laughs> pathfinder is a serious game uh, very the issue being that now gareth can't see anything because there's an aura of oh no i put it in the wrong spot it's in this square well it's just bright light in that spot right right but it's magical darkness so you can't see to that light you're covered in darkness is that how that works no it <laughs> yes yeah. it is yeah it's how magical darkness works it's not how normal darkness works. Uh... So you throw your coin, and you just watch the light just... Yeah. It, like, as soon as it leaves five feet away from you, it's gone. Ah, damn it. And you are now down one copper. I can see in color, though, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Easy to find. So can everyone else in the party. <laughs> we are now up to Levin, who is prone. I'm going to be uninvisible, like, in a couple seconds. In about two seconds, yeah. So... Fortunately, he cannot take an attack of opportunity because you are invisible. Yeah, you could just run away or you could try to stab Squeeze him. Squeeze back past the party. I mean, for reasons I can't actually do that. Uh, you could uh, try and get past so him if you wanted, open things up for... I could try an acrobatics to get behind him. He can't take an act attack of opportunity, so I think he'd just do it. But you're squeezing. I think you just have to make the check to move through his square. Yeah, otherwise you just can't move. Right. Yeah. I believe it's his CMD plus five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm squeezing, so that's a 
Another minus four. Minus four. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to stand up and attack. I'll take my minus two to hit and call it good. Minus four to hit. Oh, is it minus four to hit? Okay. And you get an additional bonus for attacking a sighted enemy while invisible. Yep. Yeah. So it's a net minus... Well, no, I have Raging Song already inside because... Yay for just clicking a button. Map finder! That will be a 17 to hit, flat-footed. And you drop the goblin. Hurrah. And we'll pick up here next session. Oh, okay. See you guys next week. Bye! Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at Bar Dungeon, on Tumblr at tumblr.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. For behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. Thanks, and see you at the bar.